Welcome to Knowledge Base, where DJing and business collide. Welcome to Knowledge Base, where DJing and business collide. Now, in today's show, we're going to talk about where to start. We're going to explain what kind of gear to get and record pools. And of course, we're going to do our five. Today's five is going to be five ways to make setup faster. So without further ado, sit back, stay tuned and enjoy the ride. It's that time where we remind you to head over to studioids.com and sign up for our email list. You will receive all of the latest updates, releases, and information about our studio. Also, wherever you are listening, from whether it be iTunes or SoundCloud, please give us a comment, a like, and a share. Thank you for supporting our endeavor to open minds one show at a time. Let's get right to it. Where to start? God, I get this question all the time. Where to start? How do I do this? Where, you know, what kind of gear do I get? You know, should I buy used gear? Should I do this? Should I do that? Well, here's the thing, guys. When you start, you need to ask yourself two questions. Okay, just two. How often are you going to be gigging? And what's your budget? Okay, now those are the two general questions. Now, when we think about this from a business standpoint, all right, hopefully, God, hopefully we're, we're gigging every day. <laughs> so we're going to need gear for that, right? But that doesn't mean that's where you start, okay? You're not going to start with your end game already right now. Like, you know, you got to start somewhere. You can start slow, so if you're starting a business, start with what you have. You don't have to go huge. You don't have to. And I'm assuming, you know, if you're listening to this show, obviously you've got some kind of a setup, right? You really need to know, okay, I'm going to be gigging this amount of time. So like if you look at yourself now, okay, I'm gigging once a month or I'm gigging once a week or I'm doing this. So you want to put that into practice with you know, putting together a PA or putting together the rest of your sound system, because I'm assuming you only have either a controller and a, a laptop, but you're going to need more than that to start a business. You know, you're going to need to have a PA system. You are going to need to have a microphone. You are going to need to have these things because you can't just go into, you know, someone's backyard and say, hey, can I plug into your, you know, your stereo system? I mean, that doesn't sound professional or doesn't look professional. So where to start? You start by looking professional by buying the right type of gear. Like I said, how often are you going to be gigging? If you're gigging every week, then you want a set of speakers that are going to handle that. You're going to want a speaker that is going to be able to handle that type of abuse. And guys, let me put this out there because it's it's just really, I always get very pushed back by DJs that go, you know what, American DJ sucks or Newmark sucks or this sucks or that sucks because they're used to playing with this type of stuff. Guys, it doesn't work that way. 
There is no company on this planet that produces bad product. Okay, it's just not, it's, it's, it's nobody, do you go out and try to produce a bad show? No, it's the same thing with the DJ company, guys. It is all in context. American DJ is great if you're, you know, doing one, you know, one show a month or doing something like that, but that's not really a good way to start a business. If that's what you already have, that's fine. Because if you're doing shows and you're gigging, you're going to have the money to upgrade your gear. And in later shows, we're going to talk about how to put that money aside while you're doing shows so that you can upgrade your rig. Now, what's your budget? Obviously, there is a speaker for every budget. All right. I'm not getting into gear review, guys. I am here to help and guide and teach. Now, my first speakers were a set of JBL Eons, all right? I, I highly recommend JBL just because A, I've used JBL everywhere. I've used it in pro sound. I've used it in DJing. I've used it in car audio. JBL just makes an excellent sounding quality. Now, here's the thing. JBL is a good step up, all right? That was where I started, all right? I started with the JBLs. I had multiple different rigs. So in my business, because of the amount of, DJs that I had working for me, I had different types of rigs depending on the party. I tend to use the two watt per person rule. And guys, we're going to get into that later in our shows. We're going to talk about sound quality. We're going to talk about getting it to sound right. But when you're picking a system, you really need to know what your crowd, what you're anticipating for crowds, what you're going to be doing for shows. So if you're going to be doing house parties, you know what? You get a 300 watt system, you're good to go, right? I use the two watt per person rule. And what that works out to be, if there is 100 people, I'm going to times that by two, I need a 200 watt system, right? Now, obviously, I'm not going to have a specific system for every type of party. You want to give yourself some kind of leeway, right? And as a business owner, you don't want to sound unprofessional, but at the same time, you've got to have, you can't go out and buy brand new gear all the time. So what you do is you kind of look for speakers that are going to give you a lot of headroom. So if you've got, let's say you, you pick up a, a set of speakers that are 600 watts. Well, that means you can do a party that's up to 300 people. Cool, right? That that's a lot of people for a DJ who's just starting out or, or a, a company that's just starting out. I mean, if you're not in a club, you're not really going to have that many people in a party. Usually, you know, the normal wedding is anywhere from 75 to 100 people. Maybe at the most, if you got a really big wedding and it's a cheap like, I'm sorry, not cheap. I take that back. But, you know, if it's something like in the backyard, there might be more than that. But it all depends. So if you give yourself that leeway, if you give that yourself that headroom with your sound system, then you're good to go, right? Because then you know, all right, this is, I've got this gear and I can handle a crowd of this big, right? And the reason for this is because it helps A, with sound quality. It's going to make you sound a lot better because, okay, I have a perfect story for this. When I met my wife, one of the first things that we did is we actually, so we met at a party and she invited me to go out to a club. Not a club. I, I, I don't know what it was, but it was this little hole in the wall thing at a hotel. 
And it was awesome because, A, she was hot and I really wanted to get to know her. So I was like, all right, let's do this. And so we go and God, the DJ, there's probably maybe a hundred people there, maybe a hundred people. And I'm at the back of the crowd and I can barely understand the music. It's so distorted. It is so just, he has pushed it so far past the red that, I mean, and people are dancing. People are having a great time because, hey, you know, they're drunk. They're all having a great time. But are they going to ask for that person to come back? Probably not. Because I guarantee you, I wasn't the only one complaining about that sound. And we actually ended up leaving. We left the show because it was just, it was too much. I just couldn't handle the distortion. So as you can see, you really, really, really want to have that headroom in your sound system. You want to have that headroom. Now, there is all different price points for that. There's all, I mean, okay, so you don't have the money. All right, I understand that. Like I said before, I'm like you guys. I started off with nothing, two compact CD players and a mixer. That's it. Now, that brings me on to my next point. Don't shy away from used gear. Okay, don't shy away from it because I know for me, I like to have all new gear. I like to break it in myself. I like to do this. I like to do that. And there's so many, so many things that can go wrong from buying used gear, right? But here's the thing, guys. I'm going to give you a quick tip on how to find new gear, okay? Any guy who is, or gal, who is reputedly selling some DJ equipment will allow you to listen to it, will allow you to play with it, all right? So if you call up some person on Craigslist that you see this really cool sound system and you know you ask them, hey, can I try it out real quick before I buy it? And they say, no, 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 you know, I just, I don't got time. And they give you some sort of excuse, red flag, red flag, red flag, don't buy the system, all right? Because most likely he's trying to get rid of it because there's something wrong, all right? Now, Nine out of 10 times, people are getting rid of gear because they're trying to upgrade to something better, right? But every once in a while, you're going to get this dude who's like, damn, I just blew my speakers. I can, you know, if I only push it this much, they'll work. So you know what? I'll sell it. And there you go. So it's good if you can get on their system that they're trying to sell and romp on it, bring your stuff and connect to them and romp on it and see what it does. See if it's going to work for you. Obviously, dude, please don't go and blow somebody's system. That would be just really, obviously you break it, you buy it at that point. I hope you're honorable enough to say, you know what, bro, I'm really sorry. I broke this. I'm going to just buy it. Go check out the system. Check out what they've got going on and see this stuff. Like really like play with it. Get your hands on. That is the secret. If you can do that, Dude, you can pick up some really cheap sound systems. Me and a buddy of mine, DJ Two Fat Pat, he hosts that DJ show with me. We, just for giggles, we were doing a planning session and we were going to do some type of competition between me and him to see if you could find a sound system for 500 bucks or less, right? And I mean, a full rig for 500 bucks or less. Mixer, turntables, all that stuff. We did find stuff. We did. We found stuff under $500. We found a PA system. Dude, a self-powered PA system for under 500 bucks on Craigslist. All of this is, is just you looking and, and taking the time. You've got a nine to five. 
you can go home and do the research. This is the time where you do the research. So where to start? Honestly, guys, do the research. Try to find the gear. Try to find somewhere that has the gear that you want. And then you put that into your budget and you know, all right, I know that I found this gear for this and I found this gear for that. Also, don't be afraid to buy old speakers that just need to be refurbished. Because if you're kind of a DIY guy, which most DJs are, they like to do their own stuff. Dude, refurbish those speakers. They don't take, it doesn't take much to refurbish. Make them look nice. Ta-da, you got a really nice sound system. Now you can start your business on the cheap. So just a quick wrap up, guys. Ask yourself two questions. How often are you going to be gigging? All right, that's, that's important. How often are you going to be gigging? Because that's going to dictate what kind of gear you're going to want to get. Nobody sells bad gear. What's your budget? If your budget is 500 bucks, dude, Craigslist is going to be your friend, okay? If you need a PA system, Craigslist is your friend. Go for it, man. eBay, dude, I've bought so much gear off of eBay. I'm a gear junkie, so I'm always buying gear. But check that stuff out, guys. Let's move on to record pools. Now, I'm not going to really get too much into this because me and my co-host, Too Fat Pat from That DJ Show, just did an awesome show on that for That DJ Show. So go check it out, Session 2, That DJ Show. It's an awesome show. He's actually reintroducing me to record pools. What I do want to talk about in this show is start with three. Pick three, good, better, and best, and then do the research. See what other DJs are using that system. Use And what I did with Too Fat Pat is I asked them, hey, I am trying to get a new record pool. I use this record pool for the longest time and I just, I need more. I, you know, with the stuff that I'm doing now, I need a different type of record pool. And so he was like, you know what? This would be a great show. And so we talked about it and he explained to me the three different ones that he had picked for me. So it's also a good idea. Talk to your DJ buddies. Hey, what record pool are you using? Oh, okay. It's all research, guys. Before you even start your business, it's research. You need to research what's out there and you need to see what's in your budget. Pick that one, okay? Now, I am going to give you a quick tip, guys. When you're working with record pools, don't cheap out, guys. Don't cheap out. Don't go for the really cheap one because it's it's going to be the best one. You're looking for the best selection. You're looking for what it's going to fit in your style, in your company, what you're building. You want a record pool that is going to allow you to handle all of your clients and service them with the music that they want. And if you're going to be in business, you need to be very diverse. So you're going to want to find a record pool that is very diverse and still give you the ability to do your mixing and give you all that DJ tool stuff that you're going to need as a DJ. So like I said, I didn't want to talk too much on record pools just because we did an awesome show on record pools with that DJ show. And I just don't want to step on my own foot. <laughs> it was just a great show. Go check it out. That DJ show session two. As promised, five ways to make setup faster. One, do a pre-setup. Two, set up the same way every time. Three, mark your wires. Four, 
write a manual for setup. Five, do a walkthrough. All right, so I know a lot of you guys are going, wait, what? Do a pre-setup. We've already talked about that. That makes sense, right? Setting up the same way every time, huh? Mark your wires? Write a manual? Do a walkthrough? What the hell are you talking about, Lex? Okay, I'm going to tell you guys. We're going to start with number one, doing a pre-setup. Now, we are going to do a full show on doing a pre-setup. Doing a pre-setup is really going to help you set up the rest of your show. But it's that simple, okay? You do that pre-setup, you're going to be good to go. And don't worry, we are going to be doing a full show on doing a pre-setup. And we're going to go through the exact procedures that you need to know to do uh, a pre-setup and, and, and kind of rock that out, smash it, throw it out of the park. Number two, set up the same way every time. Guys, repetition is huge. If you set up your system the same way every single time and you have it down to a science, your setup time is going to be epically fast, epically fast, because honestly, that is the way you impress your clients. If you tell them, hey, well, actually, this is a question I get all the time. How long is your setup? Well, my setup is about 30 to 45 minutes, depending. If it's just the sound package, eh, 15 to 20 minutes. If it's my package with the lighting setup, 30 to 45 minutes. 45 minutes if I'm doing it by myself, 30 minutes if I have an assistant. That blows people away. The way I do that is repetition. I do it the same way every single time. So like that, it's muscle memory. And from a business standpoint, guys, because remember, we're talking about business. From a business standpoint, when you start to teach a new DJ that you just hired on your system and you show them, hey, this is the way I set it up every single time, then they're going to start to adopt that. And when they start to adopt that, that's going to make them faster. And you're not going to have to worry about their setup times when you send them out to a show. That's excellent. That's what we're building towards. We're building towards, these are the building blocks to a corporation, to an enterprise, to this amazing freedom of business that is DJing, okay? Three, marking your wires. If you know these wires are specifically for my sound, these specifically are for my lighting package, these specifically are for this, then you know all you have to do is just pick up the wire and take it off the wall or have a pre-set up you know, box that is all set up. And we're going to talk about that in a later show. Marking your wires makes it easier to set up. It makes it faster because you already know you're not having to find specific wires. You're not having to find this. You're not having to find that. It's that organization, right? Moving on, write a manual for a setup. I can understand if you don't, you're just kind of looking at the, your phone or, or just kind of staring off and going, what? We're talking about business, guys. This is a business, all right? We're not talking about you just DJing on your own. We're working towards that enterprise. We're working towards that future. And by doing that, by writing that manual, A, it gives you a reference guide. Damn, how did I set that up the last time? It's going to help you set up the same way every single time by writing that manual. But by writing that manual, when you finally do hire a DJ or when you hire an assistant, you can give them that manual. Hey, set my stuff up. I'm going to go be dealing with the client. And we're going to talk about having assistance later down the road in our shows because assistance are important. Now, number five, one of the absolute most, if you, if you walk away from this show with anything, make sure it's this. 
do a walkthrough. Guys, if you're going to do an event and you book with this client and they just say, yeah, you know, it's going to be at my house and da, 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 da. All right, cool. Yeah, here, sign the contract. Sweet. I booked a gig. And you show up, their yard is at an angle. There's no place to really set up. There's no power. There's no nothing. Now you have to run extension cords and you got to figure out how to set up so that you're not on an angle or you're not doing that. That's where the walkthrough comes in. You walk through. Now, in my contracts, I actually state I need a safe place to set up and I need electricity and I need uh, actually that's pretty much it. There's a couple other things in my contract, but the, the two main things is I need a safe place to set up and I need electricity. The way I assure that that is actually happening is I do a walkthrough. I walk through the venue or the house or wherever they're going to want to set me up. Once I have that and I have it in my head, and sometimes I'll take a picture. If it's inside the house, I'll take, I'll ask permission. Hey, is it okay if I take a picture of where I'm going to set up so that I can go back and figure this out and make sure that I set up nice and clean for you because I don't want to look, you know, like some, you know, bum in the corner playing music for you. Now, guys, you are going to do some house parties. If you do house parties, it's not going to be the most legit setup. You're going to have to create it. And this, guys, is where the walkthrough comes in. You do that walkthrough. Now you have a pictures. You have a, no a knowledge base of where and how you're going to set up. And guys, it goes all the way back to one, doing a pre-setup. So now you've done your walkthrough. You can go back to your place and do a pre-setup and set yourself up the way you think is going to look the best in that area. And God, guys, I'm telling you, people are going to love you for that because it's the attention to detail. That's what clients love. That's it, guys. That is five ways to make setup faster. Number one, do a pre-setup. Guys, doing a pre-setup is going to help. Number two, set up the same way every time. If you do that, it's going to become muscle memory. It's going to be easy. It's going to be set up. It's going to be so much faster that it's just going to blow your mind. Number three, mark your wires. Good Lord, people mark your wires. It's going to make setup faster Four, write a manual for setup. Again, guys, this is a business. We're not talking about just you going out and DJing by yourself. You got to think about that future, about hiring people to eventually do this stuff for you so that you can just sit back. Write that manual. And number five, do a walkthrough, guys. Do a walkthrough. Well, guys, that's it for me. I hope you guys enjoyed the show and I hope you guys learned something. And I hope I gave you some value. If I gave you some value, please like, comment, let me know. If I didn't give you some value and I just fell flat on my face, let me know too. And of course, as always, check out our parent company, studioids.com. Have a good one, guys. Thank you.